0: Welcome back to our video podcast. Let's talk. Well, today, folks, we've picked a subject that is non-controversial—not at all, not at all. We're going to talk about COVID nineteen. COVID nineteen. Pastor, let me ask you a question just right off the bat: yeah. Have we ever been in a situation like this before?
1: Uh, I think the answer is yes. Uh, It's—they're all different in their own unique way. Mm. But uh, and this situation, as we'll talk later in this podcast, is uh, got some interesting things from a biblical perspective. But I'm reminded of Ecclesiastes chapter number one and verse nine. Mm. And the Bible says this, uh, there's no new thing under the sun. Yeah, right. So to answer your question, I mean, yes, uh, we have had situations like this before. I mean, obviously, pandemics, the Mm -hmm. bubonic plague. Uh, polio, uh, you think of the Spanish flu. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, uh, obviously, each one has its unique thing, but yes, we have had situations like this before. And you know, I'm not necessarily likening COVID to, to some of those and, and some of the stats and all that. That's not what I'm doing. We've had pandemics in the past, so mm-hmm. this isn't new. Right Um, Now, this one, I will say, seems a little different. Doesn't it kind of to you? Seems different because I'm in it. Because you're (laughs) in it, and we can only read the previous one. I wasn't here for the Spanish flu. Right. Um, Right. You know, so, yeah, I think it does seem a little different, Mm -hmm. you know, for many Mm -hmm. different reasons. But going back to your question, yes, yes, we've been in this situation before. And the second part of the question, you know, uh, like before, well, not necessarily... In this respect, I think the governments, even if you read history of previous ones, mm-hmm. the governments are handling this particular one a little bit different than what I've read in history, uh, some of the things that we'll talk about later in this podcast.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. We'll, we'll reference that at maybe in a little bit here. Uh, how should the Christian respond to COVID-19? Mm. I know, I know <laughs> that's a huge subject, yeah. and it's right. probably a touchy subject. Yeah. Uh, but... Really, how how should our audience yeah. respond to that?
1: Well, I think the first thing is prayerfully, mm. and and I, I agree with you. It is controversial. You know, mm. how should a Christian respond? And mm-hmm. and again, this is again our we're, our podcast here. We're giving you our thoughts, and you may have a different perspective on it. And that's you know that's what makes America great. great. Is you know, and that's when we could have civil discourse. Anyway, yeah. that's a separate. Maybe we'll we do did a, that one. We did right, right. <laughs> So I think um, to answer your question, how should a Christian? I think prayerfully, mm-hmm. uh, obviously understanding that God knew this was coming. This yeah. didn't catch God by surprise in December of 2019 where this began to kind of enter in. He knew, mm-hmm. obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I also say, you know, to your question, how can, uh, should a Christian respond? I would say find unique ways through this to get the gospel out.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, take yes. take
1: advantage of it. Uh, look at it through the lens of Scripture.
0: Mm, that's so important in a time like this. Oof. Yeah.
1: What is God doing yeah. in this? Is mm-hmm. that, You know, instead of just being blown out of the water, what is God doing in all of this? Mm-hmm. And I think it's fair to ask for the Christian, and I think many of our listeners, um, both of them.
0: <laughs> uh,
1: one's my dad. But I think, honestly... From a from a prophetic standpoint, mm-hmm. what is what what are the implications in this? And we'll talk about it in the next few minutes. I mean, I, it as a Christian, I mean, yeah, you hate to see some of the things that are going on, but we just know the Lord's coming is that much sooner. Mm-hmm. So, from a mm-hmm. eschatology standpoint, yes, yeah,
0: yep, absolutely. You know, when I think of COVID and you know how the Christian r- uh, should respond, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. to be honest with you, when as you mentioned, and, and, and again, I have down one of the questions. We'll we'll talk about it a little bit more about the uh, uh, po- uh, the politicizing of oh, it. Oh yes. But um, you know, as a Christian for myself, when it first came out, I didn't even necessarily know how to handle it. I had never been oh, here before. Right. And it's coming at me lightning speed.
1: Right. And the mandates are coming down faster than you can shake a stick at. And that's one of the biggest differences back in the day. Right. It wasn't coming lightning. Go on. Yes, yes. And so,
0: you know, I just got to a point where I had to learn as quick as I could to adapt to the situation. Yep. And as you said, get back to the main things, the main thing. Amen. uh, People need the Lord. Yep. Even in the midst of a pandemic. Yep. And so... um, so, so yeah. great, great thoughts along these lines. Hopefully, helpful for our people already.
1: Yeah, and I will, I will add to that too. When it comes to churches, and, mm-hmm. and, and you as a pastor at this local church, myself, different pastors across the country. Again, every state is different. We're in Washington, one of the most conservative states <laughs> in all the United States. Right, uh, it's kind of the Bible Belt. You know, just 20 <laughs> minutes north of Seattle. But having said that, you know, we as a, as a church, and as a pastoral leadership, have not been cavalier. Mm-hmm. Um, we've tried to be prudent. Uh, I'm not a conspiratorialist at all uh, by nature. I, I think that uh, I've respected it. I've tried to look at the well-being of our people and those with comorbidities and all these things we've tried to do. And, and people say, well, what do pastors do? My answer to that is: You do what God leads you to do mm. as a pastor of a local assembly. Uh, you know, there's guys that never shut down. There's guys that shut down. This, listen, I, listen, that's between them and God, right? Yeah. So uh, you know, and how the we autonomy
0: have, of the local church is important. In a thank case like you. This. Yes. Yeah.
1: Especially you know, mm. as an unaffiliated Baptist, yeah. you know, you talk about autonomy. I mean, mm-hmm. so but at least right. I thought we had it. Right. <laughs> anyway.
0: Uh, well, that leads into our next question mm. here. Is there um, a biblical a biblical yeah. connotation to it, to COVID nineteen? Yes.
1: Uh, I think the answer is yes, mm-hmm. and and maybe from a different perspective than our listeners uh, would would see. I think I think right off the bat, when you go to Matthew twenty four and you read about pestilence and mm. and you know obviously earthquakes and diverse places and and famines and all these things. In in my opinion, yes, there are uh, biblical implications and connotations to COVID-19, but I don't think necessarily from a pestilence standpoint or the pandemic itself of the virus, Mm -hmm. as far as the death toll and what have you. Mm -hmm. If you study the Bible and you look at plagues in the Bible, Mm -hmm. it wasn't a 99. four percent survival rate sure right when when mm-hmm. you read the plagues in exodus 8 mm-hmm. and you look about the death in egypt mm-hmm. right and mm-hmm. all that took place with pharaoh and all of that and even in the past and in mm-hmm. and, and, and and the famines and things listen mm-hmm. it wasn't on a, lo- a small scale when god sends a famine or when god sends a pestilence or plague what have you it isn't like these there won't be a question mark no you'll right. know exactly yes it is a, we use the term biblical proportions mm, mm, now but mm. that is that does not mean that there is not a diabolical um uh you know connotation associated with this and, and i think when i said yes right away mm-hmm. to the biblical connotation mm-hmm. i think in my opinion pastor kennedy mm-hmm. this is paving the way for the antichrist yeah absolutely paving the way i have no doubt in mm-hmm. my mind mm-hmm. uh, you know from many different perspectives I, I jotted down a couple of things in my notes uh, global involvement mm-hmm. this isn't just our country mm-hmm. so you know the world is becoming smaller and smaller yes it is the monetary system yes how that the the, the cash issue that isn't talked about very mm-hmm. often Again, just the other day, I I tried to buy ice cream with cash. We we don't. It was like I had the plague. I tried. We don't take cash. Get that out of here.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah. Give me your hand or your mark. Yes. Here.
1: Come here. Come here. Come here. Let me me get here. Yes. Okay. You want a double scoop? Right. You know. Let me. (laughs) You know. That'll be seventeen dollars. Right. So.
0: You know, uh, and we did a podcast on that in fact. Ah, uh, we did. We should do a follow up. That yeah, that's one. it's
1: so big because it's yep. just it's every day something new. Yes, it uh, is. comes down the line. I, I jotted down so that, you know, then you then you talk about the mark of the beast, mm-hmm. Revelation thirteen, which again ties into mm. the the uh, monetary system mm-hmm. and then and the cashless society. And then which gets into, and again, as a, as a non-conspiratorialist, I can just extrapolate and see this happening, potentially, potentially. Um, this is where you get into a little bit of speculation, mm-hmm. and I'll be interested to get your take mm-hmm. on this. Uh, passports, mm-hmm. and vaccines, mm-hmm. and validation of vaccines, and, mm-hmm. and all of these things, and what is that going to look like, and what's the best way to do it, and, and things of that nature. So... Um, That'll be interesting to see how that plays out. Mm -hmm. I know that our governor uh, just uh, came out with about four days ago a um, basically in sporting events and churches, vaccinated sections and non-vaccinated sections with uh, uh, you have to have a vaccination verifier. Who Mm -hmm. verifies? So that means you're showing your medical information Mm -hmm. to somebody, which again, the last I checked, and I'm not a lawyer, but HIPAA laws come into play. At least, you know, from my understanding, Mm -hmm. you know, they can do away with that, or legislate away with it, or how they're going to do it. But there are some components of that. At least comes to my mind. Mm -hmm. So, you know, biblical connotation. You know, I could see it. We're just here. Just this would be the easiest. This would be the easiest. You know, uh, in Thailand right now. Um, they you just go up to it and you just you just scan your right. You go into a Seven Eleven, mm. and you just put your right hand up, and that just takes your
0: amazing. How fast it's
1: coming! It, it's it's just right there. It is right
0: there. Uh, yeah, we're living in it. Mm. Well, that leads to the next one. Has COVID nineteen um, is it political now at this point, or is it
1: is it strictly health, or yeah. is there <clears throat> Has it been politicized? And yes. Uh, yes. And I would even take this, the word a step farther. I'd say mm-hmm. politicized and even polarized. <laughs> yeah. Politicized and polarized. Mm. And, and, and the sad thing about it is, I, I personally, and again, if you disagree with me, that's your own prerogative. I, I don't have never been a denier in the virus itself at, at all the politicization of it where it's being taken you know as the old saying is never let a crisis you know go uh unused and Mm -hmm. and that's it can be on both sides of the aisle Mm -hmm. but it has been politicized and think think about here's a good example masks vaccines separating people uh even you know based really it might be somebody's religious conviction Mm -hmm. uh uh you know or a health issue when it comes to the vaccine issue Mm -hmm. and i personally i told my wife this Mm -hmm. i think it's going to i think it's gonna we're just seeing the tip of the iceberg when it comes to the pressure Mm -hmm. that's going to be placed on people and the convictions that people have listen you even in churches where people are you know for their own personal reasons they choose not to get vaccines and other people that are everybody in their world and their dog should be vaccinated mm-hmm. so wherever you fall on the issue i'm actually of the opinion that's your own prerogative sure. you make that decision
0: yeah natural medicine versus yeah exactly. whatever right, right. it's mm-hmm. just
1: it's your decision mm-hmm. but that's going to be out the window mm-hmm. and you talk about to your question politicized mm-hmm polarized is what comes to mind what are your thoughts along those lines you know
0: i I just uh, i just hate to see a day an age in which we live where we driving wedges between people again Mm. you know uh you know that that's the biggest part of it is that's that group Mm. that's Mm. that group i thought it was the exact opposite of what we want in a society thank you right and so um, we'll have to see how this plays out uh, in the coming days because it's coming quick. Yeah. Uh, let me ask you this: How has COVID affected churches? Now you could park in here for about an hour, but I we'll, won't. We'll keep it down. for Well, just I know this make is the sense last sense. question, sure, and sure.
1: so uh, I won't take too long on mm-hmm. it. And we're kind of right at our time anyway. Um, we like to keep the podcast. Um, How's it affected churches? And I mentioned this Thursday night mm-hmm. in, in my message Thursday night to our church. Uh, the first thing that comes to mind is assembling together. Mm-hmm. So right off the bat, many churches, a matter of fact, the majority of churches, I mean, they just shut down. Mm-hmm. Uh, some didn't even have the ability to live stream. Mm-hmm. And they shut down. Assembling together is so important. Mm-hmm. The biblical uh, precedent is clear. Mm-hmm. Old Testament, New Testament. I think of I always think of Psalm 92 and verse 14. The Bible says, Those that be planted in mm. the house of the Lord shall flourish as the palm trees. Mm. Obviously, we think of Hebrews 10, 25, Forsake not the assembling of thyselves together as the manner of some is. So as much as we want to be prudent and be careful uh, when it comes to uh, assembling together, this is the this is the really polarizing side as well. Safety is of the Lord mm-hmm. uh, and if somebody has health issues and different things, I have no problem if they stay home. I literally don't, but at one point, I said Thursday night, what if it went two years? Right. What if it went three years? What if the government went back and shut us down again and kept the shut down for At what stage do you say as a child of the living God mm-hmm. that I'm not going to because I mean Iron sharpens iron, and mm-hmm. when you strength is in numbers, when everybody is segregated and they're locked up in their room and they're connected to their devices, mm, it's never that is good. ripe yeah. for the antichrist. Yeah,
0: that is ripe for it. Yep.
1: So mm-hmm. I think outreach uh, mm-hmm. has been affected as well, Pastor Kennedy. Mm-hmm. I think that churches' outreaches have shut down uh, for the most part, mm-hmm. and we just had a long meeting here this last week about coming up with new inquisitive, strategic ways. To get the gospel out in our community, we're going back starting in June. Mm-hmm. We're starting our, firing up all our outreach again, mm-hmm. and uh, just trying to be prudent, but also get the gospel out because people are still dying, uh, and they need Christ. Yes. So I yeah. think that is something that you know, in terms of churches, uh, outreach is affected mm-hmm. and what have you. Any thoughts as we close, mm-hmm. that as you observe our church, mm-hmm. people you've talked to, mm-hmm. any thoughts you have on that? The
0: only thought I'd leave our audience with is the fact that when it comes to this particular thing, it has really showed, at least to me, sad to say, how weak the church is. Mm -hmm. The devil found something to really cripple the church really quickly. Yep. And how fast the church can be splintered. Yep, and and crippled, mm-hmm. and so may that not be said about every local congregation. May Amen. we still, may we still, by the grace of God, have unity. Yep, and move forward for the cause of Christ. Amen. No matter what the devil tries to throw at us. Yep, and so that's the biggest thing. There is when I saw you yep. know this pandemic, what's going on. Yep, is you know we need we need to strengthen the church.
1: Yep. yep. Amen. Yep. Well, I often think of that passage. Uh, Where the Bible says over in the book of uh, the Revelation, uh, strengthen the things which remain. Uh, That's good. We're in the last days. I believe that wholeheartedly. I believe Mm -hmm. Jesus Christ is coming back soon. I think the way is being paid for the Antichrist. I think uh, this pandemic just kind of falls into what's already being, uh, you know, uh, set in play. And uh, listen, we're living in exciting times. Right? Well, yeah. yeah. If Prophecy, you're saved, yeah. if you're saved, you have nothing to worry yeah, about. Praise God. You just need to trust God. Paul mm-hmm. said this. He said, "For me to live is Christ, but to die is gain." Mm. He said, "I'm in a straight betwixt two, having a desire to part and be with Christ, which is far better." better. better. So the worst thing that could happen to a Christian is they take their last breath and enter into glory. Mm. Amen. Amen. So thank you, Pastor Kennedy, for those questions, and I know that we just kind of touched, as each one of these podcasts do, the salient points of this subject, but hopefully this was a help and an encouragement to you. Uh, If you have any other questions, feel free to email us, let us know, or a suggestion. Thank you for tuning in, and I hope that you uh, let us know if you uh, would like us to do any other subjects, but also share this with other folks as well. Appreciate you tuning in. God bless you, and thank you so much.